Welcome to the Racing Wire Podcast Network's encore presentation of the Performance Motorsports Network's broadcast of the Hoosier Racing Tires SECA Super Tour races from Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. This was first broadcast live Sunday, March 14th, 2022. Racing action here at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta continues as we are now coming in for our second race group. This is going to be our first open wheel race group of the uh, afternoon or the morning, I should say, of the day. With the Formula 500s, Formula F, and Formula V. So here is your starting grid. Starting 26th, car number 83. It's a Formula V. Out of Easley, South Carolina, it's William Duke Ragsdale. Starting 25th, car number 19, another Formula V. From Saluda, North Carolina, James Brookshire. Starting 24th in the number 17 Formula V. From Chattanooga, Tennessee, it's Anthony Henderson. Starting 23rd, the number two Formula V. From Easley, South Carolina, it's Smith Jackson Ragsdale. Starting 20th, the number 20 Formula V. From Raleigh, North Carolina, Jeffrey Filipkowski. Starting 21st in the 76th Formula V. From Clemens, North Carolina, it's Lauren Brailier. Starting 20th in the 52 Formula V. From Moore, South Carolina, Mitch Ferguson. Starting 19th. In the number 80 Formula V, he's our Formula V pulse sitter, by the way. From Danielsville, Georgia, it's Stephen Davis. Starting 18th, car number 9, a Formula 5. From Alden, New York, it's Russell Strait Jr. Starting 17th, car number 3, a Formula 5. From Bay Minette, Alabama, it's Carl Mayer. Starting 16th, car number 60, it's a Formula 5. From Lapeer, Michigan, Patrick McRee. Starting 15th in the 66 Formula 5. From Atlanta, Georgia, it's Jeff DeLong. Starting 14th in the 67 Formula 5. From St. Louis, Missouri, Jack Walbrin. Starting 13th in the number 55 Formula V. From Grand Island, New York, it's Keith Jocelyn. Starting 12th in the number 38 Formula 5. From Rushford, Minnesota, Stephen Jondal. Starting 11th in the seven cars, a Formula F from Berkeley Lake, Georgia, Donald Baggett. Starting 10th in the 46, Formula 5 from Lapeer, Michigan, Eric McRee. Starting 9th in the number 82, Formula F out of Beloit, Wisconsin, David Burtis. Starting 8th in the number 84, Formula F from Woodhaven, New York, it's David Adorno. Starting 7th in the 09, Formula F from Youngsville, Louisiana, Cameron Reed. Starting 6th in the number 78, Formula 5. It's from River Grove, Illinois. Driving it is Jason Martin. Starting 5th in the number 13, Formula F. From Chicago, Illinois, it's Gordon Scully. Starting 4th in the number 5, Formula F. From Greenwich, Connecticut, it is Joe Colasacco. Our Formula F pole sitter starting 3rd. Car 73 from Indianapolis, Indiana. It's Robert Perona. And the front row, starting in the second position, the outside spot in the 07 car from Novi, Michigan, it is Calvin Stewart. And our pole sitter, car 34, and a Formula 500, of course, from Oxford, Georgia, it is Clint McMahon. And that is your starting grid for our next race group. Tim, I think you said there's some uh, cleanups being done out that way. Yes, Chris, that's correct. Um, still down here at turn number three. I'm looking for a Montapa Spectator Hill still. They um, still got a couple of emergency vehicles out here, three to be exact. The car is up on the hook, doing a little final inspection and hooking up. Um, still haven't heard any timing yet for cars. Uh, five-minute warning or anything like that. 
I'll try and keep you guys updated what's going on. All right. Yeah, I, I got still right. ain't able to get a number of that, the card out there, <laughs> but it doesn't matter now. Sorry, guys. Right on. Yeah, um, using the binoculars here, I'm looking down the grid to look for the five to be put into the air by the grid marshals, and I haven't seen that yet. All right, so our next group up here, Chris, this is uh, right at your wheelbox, kind of. It's open wheel. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm trying to get my grid sheet here, Mike. I apologize. I'm trying to get uh, my timing sheet from this morning that uh, the wonderful people over timing is for this is. one here. The one you stole from me, that's why I don't have it. <laughs> Doggone you. Little little banter in the booth. Never mind us here. We're all organized now. So, yeah, I mean, uh, the F5s are definitely faster than the Fords, but as we saw yesterday in these colder temps, the Fords actually built tire temp quicker and were able to put a gap on some of the F5s. Yes, they were. Then later in the race, uh, Wiley McMahon was able to eventually, about halfway through, uh, get back in front. But, of course, that involved a lot of caution laps, too, so he couldn't advance. So the name of the game this morning, is it patience or is it go right hard right out of the box and hope that you can stay up front and survive the cautions? We do have uh, 26 cars in this group, and a, a vast majority are F5s and F4, or uh, Formula Fords, and there are eight cars in V, and we did see some of the Vs actually get lapped yesterday afternoon in some of those brutal temps that we had yesterday morning in the snow and 40-mile-an-hour winds. So this morning, I would expect, Mike, just my prerogative, if I'm in an F5, I'm going hard right out of the box, try to keep it up front as long as I can. All right, it looks like our pace car's heading now, so their cars are heading out of the track. Now, it's Clint McMahon. I mean, I guess they, he signed in as Wiley McMahon, but uh, he's okay. Clint. And uh, we usually do see this, especially when McMahon's out there. Um, the, the, the whole thing with McMahon when he's out there, the question is, is he going to lap the field? <laughs> because that, that car he's got, I mean, is that good? And he's a, he's a good driver himself. And uh, it's one of those things like the Vs are going to be a lap down, sometimes two laps down. In, in a race like this, at 35 minutes or 19 laps, they may end up, some of them, being three laps down. And I'm not talking about the guys that are way in the back that are really off pace. I'm talking about your mid-pack or even up to the front of the Formula Vs. Uh, they may end up being two or three laps down easily. Bob? Well, yeah, you know, you've got uh, a, a drastically different speeds here. The Formula F, the uh, Hondas, and the Fords, and then, of course, the F5s, which are just flat-out blindingly fast. Um, it's This is why we have split starts, so that these guys can, can uh, hopefully at the end be somewhat in the same uh, ballpark here. But, uh, yeah, you've got wildly different... Closing ratio, uh, ratios, you've got wildly different acceleration ratios, so it's going to be, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go with your prediction, couple of laps uh, between the the cars at the back of the field and the cars at the front of the field uh, easily by the end of the race, uh, 35 minutes is a long race uh, for these cars, so yeah, absolutely, I totally agree with you there, Mike. And the one thing, Bob, I want to bring up, because I know you know this from the <clears throat> previous five years that we've been doing the uh, Super Tour, when McMahon's out there on a Saturday, usually nobody touches him. But on Sundays, when Calvin Stewart runs, 
Then McMahon's got some competition because Stewart's no slouch. So I kind of expect to see a really good battle today between McMahon and Stewart for that Formula 5 win. And <clears throat> just want to throw this in here. In Formula 4, Gordon Scully is starting third in uh, in that group with Joe Colasacco and Robert Perona. All three not a stranger to this track as they had quite the battle yesterday afternoon. Yep. So... I would expect to see more of a battle in Ford than I would in F5 this morning. Ooh. Just a prediction. Bob, what do you think of that? <laughs> Bob will come back and say, well, watch the Vs. Tim, what's up? Are you uh, still alive out there watching the cars or what? <laughs> yes, I am. I am with cars. You are with um, cars. <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, Pace car in the front of the pack should be past Bob. This is a two-pace lap before the start, and um, that's all I have for now. I have nobody else out here. Okay. Bob, sorry, Tim. Lights, lights still on, guys. Here, lights still on on the uh, on the pace car as they go under the bridge. So we're going to probably be doing two pace laps. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Bob. And I just want to throw a correction in there that I keep yep. calling it Formula Ford. It's actually Formula F. So my apologies there. Just some of my old school knowledge coming to the forefront and uh, slight faux pas in the announcing here. I will correct that immediately. So my apology that it is Formula F. Yes, because I think it used to be Formula Ford, but they run mostly Honda motors now. So that's why it's just Formula F. Right. Am I correct on that, Bob? Absolutely correct. The uh, the Ford uh, uh, motors that were in these cars were getting tough to find. The parts were getting tough to find. And so Honda and SCCA put together a deal. And the Formula F stands for FIT, the FIT motor. So run that you run to see running in the B-Spec or what's powering some of these Formula Fs now. Yeah, I had the opportunity to work on one of these cars on the MyGales uh, a few years ago, and uh, that Honda Fit Motor is a very durable product, and we're watching a safety vehicle, actually. Okay, just get into position here. Yep. Never mind. He psyched me out. I thought he was going to go on track, <laughs> counter race direction, and I thought, well, that's kind of odd. Anyhow, um, yes, the, the Honda Fit Motor has been kind of the newer generation of stuff, and uh, it fits very, very well into that MyGale chassis, and they proved very, very dependable, very reliable engine-wise, and then the setup, the MyGales really, really hold a setup in the car very, very well for the length of a race, and we've seen a lot of the young karting drivers make that their first choice into that 1600cc uh, kind of an engine, and uh, have done very well in their transition from karting right into Formula F. So, nice stepping stone the SCCA has helped develop here. It's nice to see some of these younger guys come out and get into these cars at the national level. So, Tim, what do you got an eye on out there, pal? Our pack is under base control, obviously, but they're coming underneath the Motel Bridge right now as they're heading over the little hill here, and they should be heading to Bob here shortly. It looks like the pace car lights out, and they just said that in my ear, so that is correct. Bob? Yep, they're just coming over the hill. A lot of tire scrubbing going on to get uh, heat in those tires. But uh, as we as we see, uh, uh, McMahon is uh, right there. It's just uh, he is just so focused right now. And uh, Calvin Stewart right beside him as uh, those two are coming around. Everybody else is starting to form up behind them. 
And uh, we are looking for a green flag this time around. They're under the bridge and over to you guys. All right. Pace car heading on pit road. Here it is. It's McMahon and Stewart at the front. And they are already wound up. Green flag is in the air. McMahon gets a great jump on 73 of Perona. And we've got a spin right in front of us here. The 182 got tapped and did a spin right in front. So uh, I haven't seen him move on yet. Not sure if he did get back out there, so keep an eye on that Formula F, I believe it was, the 182 car. I'm not even seeing a 182 on the it. I see an 82 of David Budras. That could be him, but... No, it was an 82. It, it, was, okay. it had to be the 82. I could have swore there was a one on there, but... Uh, all right, it continues here, so let's go back up to the front, Tim. All right. Wiley McMahon, he has got about 10 car lengths over... Robert Perona there as they're going into turn number six here. Looks like we're too wide between Kozel Sacco and Scully going into seven. Uh, going to try and equal that out here. Uh, McMahon still holding about five car lengths over Perona as they're going underneath the Motal Bridge. A lot of uh, brake smoke going into turn number six. Everybody able to keep it on the track over here. But right now, Bob, you're going to see McMahon in that 34 has about 10 car length advantage right now over that second position. He certainly does. Calvin Stewart got past Perona in, at some point, and uh, so it is McMahon, Stewart, and then uh, you've got Perona and uh, Colasaco uh, behind them as they come onto the bridge and over to you guys. Yeah, as the leaders go down the front straightaway here, there's not much of a battle in F5 gentlemen, at the moment. Gentlemen, we have an incident in uh, 10A. Gentlemen, an incident in 10A. Two cars waving yellow, uh, one in the kitty litter, one facing counter race. Let me try and get some numbers here. Okay, Bob, we'll wait for you on that. One of these cars is the 09 of Cameroon. My apologies, Bob. And that is a Formula F competitor who was... No, no, I, I was... Uh, I... We're going double yellow, guys. Um, All right, double yellow is out here at start-finish. Tim, go ahead. I have, I have Wiley McLehan and Stewart going into turn number seven now, so I believe the pace car or safety car at this point is going to be picking them up back out in front of you. Bob, any more information? All right, Pace Car is sitting down here at Pit Out, ready to pick up the field. Uh, a couple cars that did not make the start. Hey, it, go ahead, Bob. Bob, go ahead. Yeah, I've got uh, one car in the track, blocking half of the track. That's the 09. And uh, then all of our uh, all of our race group is try trying to get ahead now. Uh, Mac Mahan, here's uh, 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 Stewart, and uh, then uh, everybody else is coming through one by one as uh, you have a waving yellow here in this corner. No emergency services vehicles responding yet. Uh, I think they probably want to wait until they get all these cars past them. But uh, pace drastically reduced, obviously, uh, to around 10B and 10A. As, uh, as this uh, incident is uh, continuing here to uh, block the track 
half the track blocked, everybody. Luckily, it's the outer side of the track, driver's right, so cars can get by and hit the apex fairly easily. Uh, I see emergency services vehicles are in the on the route right now. We can see them coming down the track, so this incident is going to be uh, keeping things relatively slow right now as uh, the cars get uh, under the bridge and over to you guys. All right, well, we are under double yellow, and the pace car has picked up the leaders here, so... Uh, that's all under control. The 09 is Cameron Reed. Now, uh, if you said there was two cars up there, Bob, do you know the second one? I can't see it. It's at just the wrong angle for me to grab, but as soon as they uh, pull it a little ways in either direction, I can probably get a number for you. Okay, because I'm showing, uh, well, that's probably going to be the seven car of Donald Baggett. Uh, he's showing as the last place here right now with no time finish, same as Cameron Reed. It looks like the 60 of, the 60 of Patrick Reed, 52 of Mitch Ferguson, the 25 of Jeff, Phillip, Jeff Filipkowski, and the 83 of William Dukes Ragsdale did not make the starting grid. So 22 cars started this morning. Looks like uh, attrition has taken two more of them. We have 20 cars in the field, and it's being led by Clint McMahon, followed by Calvin Stewart. That Formula F battle that we saw yesterday, Chris, Perona's got the lead right now with uh, Kalasako, Scully running in third. But Jason Martin, an F5 driver, is sitting right between Kalasako and Scully on the track Mike, in fifth. Go ahead, Tim. Donald Baggett, which I do believe you mentioned, is the number seven that was stuck in the gravel down there, close to Bob? Okay, yeah, I kind of kind of figured that from looking at the timing and scoring here. So, uh, thank you, got that, appreciate it. But again, now Martin running third in Formula Five, Chris, he's got to get around Perona. We're in, I uh, should say, Colosaco Perona to be able to fight with uh, McMahon and Stewart for that top spot to podium in Formula Five. Yeah, I wonder how many of these drivers right now are grateful that this is a 35-minute race as opposed to yesterday's 25 minutes because this will give us 10 extra minutes to uh, uh, clean up. Well, yeah, not only that, but, you know, kind of we did two pace laps, which seems to be a little bit of a benefit for the guys at the front. Yeah. The guys at the back are the ones that just aren't exactly finishing the laps so the guys at the front are grateful but like i said you know do you want to get out front and stay out front and dodge the yellows because while you're under caution of course you get to lead laps and nobody can pass you when it's full course yellow so name of the game right now i think is going to be get out front stay out front and let the yellows fall so uh Kudos to two pace laps though that seems to have helped uh, correct some of these issues we haven't seen a Dark flag yet, just yellow. So let's hope that continues. Tim, the pace car is headed up the hill. They'll be uh, coming into your view shortly. Uh, pace car is about 50 miles an hour is my best guesstimate. So as they crest the top of the hill, the field is under the pace car's control. So any cleanup down near Bob should be taking place in a safe manner. So kudos to the SCCA and safety for getting the field under control rather quickly so that the safety crews can re- uh, Retrieve the cars, whether they're in gravel or up against a wall or whatnot, rather quickly and safely. Yeah, they're coming down through the S's right now. Not a very good judger of speeds, but I would. Judger. <laughs> Sorry. Estimator. Um, estimator. Sounds a lot better. Um, I did hear on the radio that obviously Evie is over there helping them get out of their situation. 
Still no uh, communications with the pace car yet, advising them what to do this next lap. Pace car is entering turn number six at this time with the field under control. Well, see, that judger must be one of those nautical, right, guys, nautical uh, terms from Tugboat. Here. We've got... Go ahead, Bob. Uh, we've got uh, the car, the 07 car is out of the kitty litter right now. And uh, the uh, 09 car is uh, hitching up. They were trying to get that 09 car started. I think the uh, driver felt that he could drive it out, but uh, unfortunately not to uh, do that. So uh, they pushed him back. Now the 07 car is under its own power coming out and around. And uh, let's see uh, whether we get uh, the 09 is going to be flat-toed or what. But uh, the... Seven's on its way under the bridge, and you'll see him in just a couple of seconds. They're trying to uh, get the 09 car situated so that they can pull that out and around. They're going to try and... Okay, looks like they uh, are going to pull up one more the 09 car or, and, and pull that. Yeah, you definitely got another pace lap. Pace car is through with uh, uh, lights on. And uh, they're clearing the track so that the uh, cars can get by. But uh, right now, we still have one car blocking the track. All right. I think the pace car will be coming to you in about two seconds. The seven of Donald Baggett on pit road. He's heading back into paddock area. His day is done. Yeah, the, the car is rolling. It's under its own power. Uh, doesn't appear to be any bodywork damage or whatnot. So that's good to see. So, Mr. Baggett has called it a day for his race, but has safely returned to the paddock with the car in one piece. And as the pace car rolls by here, Mike, yes, um, two F5s at the front, and then there's our 73 of Robert Perona. Here we go with this battle that I was talking about yesterday between Formula F and the Formula 5. Well, I kind of I'm, I'm expecting to see uh, McMahon and Stewart pull away once the green goes again. They're just going to take off, and if Martin can get around Kalasako and Perona, then he's got a shot at you know moving up on the podium in Formula Five. But the best part is that brings Gordon Scully right back into that mix with Perona and Kalasako. Like yesterday, those three were battling and swapping positions for the win. It'd be nice to see it again today. Right on. Uh, real quickly here before I throw it over to you, Tim, because I know the pace car is going to be in your view here shortly, that let's not forget about David Adorno, because as I look at the times between Kalasako, Scully, and Adorno, they're all in the 139s, whether it's a 139.1, 139.5, mm-hmm. 139.7. I would expect there to be one heck of a battle here when we go back to green between those three. Tim? Pace car getting ready to enter turn number six right now. I heard um, Bob could probably concur that the flat toe has helped the other guy out of turn number 10. I have not heard anything about the pace car yet turning off his light. Um, well, they've Coming got, out of turn number seven now. All right, they've got uh, Cameron Reed's car under tow on pit road now. Both safety vehicles are now also on pit road, on the uh, entrance to pit road, I should say. And I think the rope broke. It did, <laughs> yes. It, he's under gravity power right now. Oops. <laughs> but 
has been safely retrieved from That's the course. Tim, just to let you know. Yeah, the incident at 10A. We're going green this time. Okay, Bob, thanks for the update. Tim, thanks for letting us know we're going to go green this time by as our other car, the uh, Formula F of the 09, is now rolling down. Uh, Mr. Reed is safely on pit lane. So if course is clear, we are expecting a really good race here with 22 minutes remaining. And the flagger has that other, the, the dark All right, flag Tim. that we want to see, the green one. The money flag. Yeah, Bob, go ahead. All right, gentlemen. The yeah, the uh, pace car lights are out. The the uh, field is uh, very very well formed. They're about to come onto the bridge. You'll see them in a couple of seconds and take it over for the green. Absolutely, you are right, Bob. Pace car enters pit lane. It, the field is under the control of our current leader, Wiley McMahon. Green flag is out, and the two F fives have absolutely tried to pull away from our Formula F field, but we have a mix. Two F5s, two F4s, or I'm sorry, Formula Fs, and then another F5. As they go up the hill, the F5 has the advantage with that different gearing. As they crest the hill, Tim, and come into your view, there's going to be a tight battle at the front here till this shakes out. Yeah, it's looking like um, McMahon has pulled around pulled out about five car length difference coming down the uh, the hill here at the S's. Let me see if I can straighten this out a little bit better. Yep, Wiley McMahon about 10 car lengths distance right now. It's Calvin Stewart in a 07, but Robert Perona in that 73 was going to try and sneak out there, but he tucked it back in right before turn number six. It looked like he was going to try and go by side by side Weiss there. A lot of brake smoke coming from the back of the pack going into turn number six. But back up front, it's Wiley McMahon, still about eight car lengths over Stewart. Oh, hang on. We got a situation at turn number six with debris. Two cars, three cars, four cars. Um, they are all off outside track. One, two, three. Four, five cars involved, all off the road. The 17, the 76. That's all I have for right now. They're just a hair too far. And we've got a spin on the front stretch here. The 78. Scully just got around it. The 78 saved it. He did two 360s right at the start finish line. Scully came flying around, almost hit him. Some great driving got around him. The 78 car caught it and uh, right back in line again, going in the right direction. And off he went down. No harm, no foul. And I'm looking, there's not even a 78 there, but it was a form. Yeah, it was Jason Martin who was running in fifth. And it looks like uh, we have one of the EV vehicles now here. We've got at an incident in 10A, gentlemen, an incident in 10A. A car spun. He's counter-racing. He's in the middle of the track. Two Formula Vs just split on to go around him. I can't oh, get a number. It is oh. an F5 car. Double guys, yellow is have, out, gentlemen. Guys, we have more cars entering the situation down here at turn number six. We have two more cars added to the situation down here at six. All right, we have a full course caution here at uh, Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta again. Uh, some excitement here on the front stretch. 
Some excitement on the backstretch. Some excitement over there by Bob. It's just getting a little crazy here. We've got uh, just under 20 minutes left to go in this race or 13 laps. Uh, let's reset the field right now. It's still Clint McMahon at the front. Calvin Stewart second. Robert Perona third. Joe Colasacco and... Uh, Let's see, Jason Martin was fifth. That's going to be Gordon Scully now, fifth overall. Let's see who this is coming by, and that is Clint McMahon. Pace cars leaving pit lane. Pace cars coming out, picking him up. Let's say, uh, see here now. Guys. Go ahead. I just figured out right here in front of me at position number five, um, I have a car up against the wall here. Try to get you a number. The two cars that added to the situation at six was able to get themselves out and continue on this is the zero seven up against the wall out here outside track we have emergency vehicles here multiples heading towards um turn number six uh we have them everywhere guys all right the 07 is calvin stewart who is running second the 46 now of eric mcgree just pulled on to pit road and let's see, uh, is he going to head back? Looks like it. Yep, he's back in the paddock area. So let's kind of reset the front of the field here. Clint McMahon is your race leader. Robert Perona moves up to second. Gordon Scully, third. Steve Jondal, fourth. Jason Martin showing in fifth. Keith Jocelyn, sixth. David Burgess showing seventh. Carl Mayer, eighth. Russell Strait, ninth. Joe Colasacco in eleventh. Eric McRee, twelfth. Jack Walbrin, thirteenth. James Brookshire will be late me showing two of them here in, in 12. That can be. So, uh, black flagging, guys. Yep, black flag is, well, I don't know. I don't see it yet. Here Where it comes. Called for, apparently, there is oil on the track in here, and that's what caused the incident. But apparently, the 73 of Robert Perona spun down here, too, and... Still trying to get some numbers. What corner is the oil in, Tim? Um, looking at it right now, it looks like it's right in front of the uh, corner workers at turn number six. At six. Okay, so yep. the right-hander, the farthest away from you, but it's the right-hander after the short shoot. The, the looks like the oil spot is right at dead center of the track as you're starting to navigate the turn. Okay, good to know, future drivers. There's oil in six. Yep. And we did receive word here that the first three groups this morning are going to get two pace laps due to temperature. So I think that was a pretty good call, except for after we go green, uh, there may be still a little more tent building needed. Yes, it might. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, thank goodness we haven't seen the dark flag, and I only called that a little too soon. Yeah. Bob, what do you got happening in front of you over there? Right now, the uh, car that's just sitting in uh, 10A is still sitting counter race in the middle of the track. Pace car just coming past with what's left of the field uh, as they come through 10B into 11 and under the bridge. So uh, the lights are still on. We're going for no at least another pace lap. But uh, this one car is still sitting in the middle of the track down here in 10A, and that's, uh, that's going to create a problem as soon as... Uh, the emergency services vehicles get him out. That'll uh, clear this end of the track up. Won't help over by Tim's side, but it'll at least clear this end up. Back uh, to you guys. Well, everybody is now coming on pit road.
And, uh, you know, the line of cars is a lot shorter than the line of cars that went out. You know who this benefits the most, though, is the uh, 49, I believe, it was uh, that had spun earlier that ended up going almost a lap down, or did go a lap down, or I'm sorry, was it the 49? Or the 09, excuse me, of Cameron Reed that ended up sideways in front of you over there, Bob, uh, who came down pit lane, had all four corners checked by a crew member, and then went back out right at the tail end of that when we went back to green, has now regained the tail end of the field. I think this caution, although being uh, further down the serial at the moment, but when we go back to green, is going to have a fair bit of traffic to navigate to get himself back up into that position. So five laps down. Oh, it's five down. Five laps down. Okay, well, never mind that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's showing four laps down. So, uh, you know, that was Cameron Reed, the 09. So we have, looks like, uh, looks like Anthony Henderson in the 17th. The number two is Smith Jackson Ragsdale. The 76 of Lauren Brailier. The 80 is Stephen Davis. 66 of Jeff DeLong. And the 84 of David Adorno and the 07 of Calvin Stewart, maybe even the 46 of Eric McRee may all be involved in this. So uh, it's hard. can you get a count on how many cars are there? Are they a little too close for you, Chris? I will do my best. There's a lot of sunshine gleaming off yeah. of the bodywork that makes it kind of confusing. I'm going to give you a guesstimate. Okay. 11. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to go with 12 because that's how many are showing at late eight laps in the book. And, I, and unless, of course, McGree got, well, see, McGree was the 46. You guys should have the 07 coming on the pit lane right now. They were able to get him out. That's the only move that's going down here. Okay. I believe I see a 17 down here at 6. Yeah, that would be right of Formula V, Anthony Henderson. Okay, this is the 07. This is uh, Calvin. Calvin Stewart, yeah. yeah. Was, uh, was P2, um, is not leaving the track. Good, okay. Uh, so Calvin one Stewart. lap down. Right, but uh, is rejoining the tail end of the field. So one of your fastest competitors gets to come from the back. So, showing 12 minutes to go, a little over halfway here in this event so far. Tim, what's that cleanup look like out your way, sir? No cars have moved yet, but um, great job to our response team down here for the EV guys. They're down here attending to each vehicle. Um, I don't want to say it, but I'll be a couple more minutes because no cars have moved. They're trying to position their record safely with uh, a more soft ground. Okay, well, we are about 10 minutes away from our scheduled uh, shush time, or what was it? A shush, 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 close, guys. That's all I can say. It's going to be very close. Well, uh, there's 11, uh, tw just under 12 minutes left in the race or 11 laps. Uh, neither one of those is going to happen. <laughs> and so, this may end up, I know, I. You know, it, <laughs> don't say it. Yeah, better not. <laughs> I think uh, we're going to have to let Tim call the rest of this, Mike. We'll just go on break early because he's got the radio. He's got the vantage point. Sounds like a plan. All we can do is play music up here, so we 
You got a deck of cards? We'll just let Tim do this. <laughs> Bob, did the uh, car that was facing counter race, has that been retrieved from your area, sir? Not yet. There are two I corner workers trying to push it off the track, and they've got it out of the middle of the track, but it's over to the side driver's right right now, so uh, it's still going to be a hazard but it is less of a hazard at this point. Okay. <laughs> well, that's that clears that up. It's a non-hazard hazard. All right, guys. It looks like I have one of the cars up on the hook down here at turn number six. And, yeah, Bob, they were just going to push that car off down by you and, uh, I guess, send to these guys down here at six seven. Do you have a car number on that, Tim? On the hook? Yeah. Yeah. So we can report who it is? I'm trying to steady myself. It's too far away. And then I get the binoculars going here. Okay. Get them going. The only one I was able to see was 17. I rattled off a whole bunch of numbers earlier, but then there was three to four incidents going on, and there was numbers flying everywhere. Okay. Well, we'll come back to you here in just a couple of minutes. If you can identify that, the lights are on on the pace car as it sits in pit lane just to give our listeners an update that uh, the field was safely brought down pit lane while the vehicles um, on course are being retrieved. And uh, we're just playing against the clock here, Mike, with nine minutes to go. Yes, it, it is a race against the clock right now to come up on that 10 o'clock shush time. Or shush session. Yep. You have to say it slow. That's the key. Yeah, you have to hold shush your tongue and say session. Se Sally in the seashore picks up seashells. <laughs> no, you just say shush session. Shush session. Don't, don't try to run it fast. That's your problem. Yeah, Race car driver. See, everything's got to be fast with you. Yes. Well, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's in your blood. Yeah, this has been an accordion effect. I mean, as a driver right now... The, the key, like Bob had pointed out at the very beginning of, of the session, when, when you asked Bob, you know, what's the key to this? And Bob, being a driver himself as well, he said, focus. I mean, that's the number one thing right now is you've got a couple green laps, then you're under caution. You go back to green, you get a couple laps, now you're black. All, you're just sitting on pit road going, I just want to go out and race. That's what I'm here for. Go ahead, Tim. I have an 84. Okay, thank you very much, sir. The 84 belongs to Bingo. David Adorno in the Michael. So that was one of the top three in Formula F that I had picked uh, to actually, you know, get on the box or the podium. Uh, so uh, we get a message now that 10A is clear from Bob. We appreciate knowing that. So all the incidences remaining to be cleared are in front of you or within your view, I should say, if you've got the binoculars going, Tim. Yeah, we got some more repositioning down here. I'm sure with the soft ground from the past couple days and what we saw the other day with uh, stuff being removed. So, quick question for you, Tim. How many vehicles are still to be retrieved out there? Are we close? Uh, four are still in the kitty litter. Four still in the kitty litter. One, one has just been pulled off onto the asphalt. It looks like he's moving under his own power. So we have one less now. So we're down to three. No, we still have four. 
One is still up on the hook. There were six down there. The litter. Uh, two of the, or, there was five in the original incident. Then two joined them the second time around. They were able to go under their own power. And then they were left with the five original. Okay. Bob, you might have to get the number of the one that was freed up when they come past you at turn number 10. He's going underneath the Motol Bridge right now. All right, I can certainly do that. Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting a lesson in basic math this morning, so get your abacuses out and see if we can <laughs> subtract six, five, four, three. What do we end up with out there? Other than carnage, unfortunately, for this. Uh, not as many green laps as we had hoped for, but Bob, car should be in your view. What kind of a number we have there? Yes, sir. Uh, it is just coming into my view now as it's uh, uh, having to clear a uh, uh, emergency services vehicle. Let's see what we've got. Okay. Just patiently waiting for you to identify that car that so we is can... the... Hang on a second. Checkered flag is now being displayed at start-finish, just to let you know. Hey, I called okay. it. 76. 76. <laughs> Okay, you guys have a 20? Lauren Brailier. A 20? Yeah, that was uh, Jeff Filikowski in yeah, a Formula Filikowski. V. Yeah, in a Vorsha GB4 out of Raleigh, North Carolina. So, checker has been thrown here. All the cars are now exiting pit lane, and we will be heading towards quiet time for the next couple hours. For our listeners at home, there is a, uh, a certain quiet time here, as Mike had covered at the top of the show. So that, uh, you know, the local churches around here are not disturbed by engine noises, and we certainly would like to respect that quiet time here on Sunday. Well, let's so, give them a quick rundown. We have a couple of minutes before that happens. I was happens. just going to go to that. Go so ahead. Let's do the, no, go ahead. You have the breakdown over there. Okay. So, Wiley McMahon, based on the last timing lap, of course, this is all unofficial. Yep. Um, Wiley McMahon was your leader in F5 as the leader at the head of the field, and then in F in Formula F was Robert Perona and then Gordon Scully. Second place was Steve Jondal in F5, then Jason Martin in F5, and then your third place is David Boudres in Formula F, and then let's go to the ever-popular Formula V field. James Brookshire, uh, Lauren Brailier? And then Stephen Davis, then Smith Jackson Ragsdale, and Anthony Henderson are your top five in Formula V. All right. And with that, we are going to take our break. We'll be back, uh, let's see, at 12.10 is when the cars go back on the track, so we'll probably be back on the air right at 12 o'clock. Join us then for that action. Those of you on PMN and PN, or I should say Performance Motorsports Network and PMN2, you're going to get music for the next couple hours here. And uh, everybody else here at the track, we're going silent. So we'll see you shortly. <laughs> 